You're listening to the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome back, everybody. It's episode 92 of the Lifted Life Podcast. And today we are sharing about the unwanted vacation. The vacation we never wanted. <laughs> In the words of our 11-year-old, that's clickbaity. <laughs> clickbaity is a new word for 2020. <laughs> Welcome to the world where you title something in a dramatic way and maybe get a little more attention. It feels a little harsh to say it's the vacation we never wanted, but it's kind of the vacation we never wanted. So it is what it was. So if you don't know, we had um, planned actually almost a year in advance to go to Germany this time. We usually go to Germany every other year. And this year, your mom found some really good prices on tickets, and we purchased them. It was like maybe, was it 10 months in advance or something like that? Almost a year in advance. Yeah. And we were able to get a really good rate. Normally, it's around 1500 bucks a ticket. I think we got them for like 500 Yeah, so normally they're 1200 to 1500 Maybe 1000 would be a good price. Mm-hmm. And, and we were able to find them for like five, 560 or 570 so We were super stoked 10 months ago. We purchased these <laughs> tickets. And you had the intuition to buy insurance, which we never buy. Right. But given that we never buy our tickets a year in advance, I thought, there's just this just feels too weird. So let's go ahead and pay for the flight insurance. Uh, so at some point, we made a realization that we're not going to Germany this year. Or I think for a while, we're like, oh, heck, we probably won't get to go. And we're like, well, we got that flight insurance. So that mm-hmm. kind of gave us that peace of mind. So that was handy. And then it ended up that we got that flight insurance. It seems like we're getting refunded that too because yeah. they weren't even able to offer the flight. Mm-hmm. Even if you wanted to go, you can't go. Can't go. Can't go there. So that was supposed to be August 4th or 5th? 4th? Yes. We're not doing that. Hmm. So that got scratched and that opened our summer up a bit more. So when our daughter relentlessly was asking to go on an RV trip, now I have to say, that's not really up our alley. Some people like it. Some people like camping. Some people call RV and glamping. We're fine with all that. It's just not really exactly what... Which is strange because we both enjoy nature. We yes. both be, enjoy being in nature. Yes. But we don't enjoy sleeping in nature. <laughs> but even an RV, you're not sleeping in nature. I know. Um, for some reason, it's just not our thing. So for me, the main reason I didn't end up loving it is the, um, I felt motion sick when people would just like walk through yeah. or when I was doing my daily meditation, which I did on the RV, like it was so wobbly that I thought I was on a boat. Mm-hmm. Like if you, anybody would even walk through cause the whole thing's on wheels. Right. Mm-hmm. Now I think that if you did a camper versus an RV, it wouldn't be as wobbly. Ours was the, with the vehicle attached to it. I really don't know. I don't know either, but think about it for a minute, mm-hmm. mathematically and scientifically and whatnot. Be the same if thing, you take the wheels off of it, would it bo- still have they shocks? both have wheels. No, no. the It doesn't. That front part just goes like, do you see how they put it on a block? Listen, I don't know. That's not what we're here to tell you about. <laughs> we're here to tell you about this trip. There's some good things that happen. There's some wild things that happen. We just wanted to reflect on it a little bit with you. We were open to the experience. Well, actually, we said this isn't going to happen. There's no RVs available. Everybody's rented all the RVs. Olive, sorry, that's our nearly nine-year-old who had the idea, and she said, give me that computer. And she started searching through Outdoorsy, and she said, look, 
what about this one? I found one. And sure enough, she found one. She found the one that we rented. So the story I was telling my friends was I call, or we call her the amazing manifester because (laughs) she can create almost anything that she wants. Yeah. She inspires me. I was telling some friends that, um, like you had said, we can't go on our, sorry, sweetie, we can't go on our V trip because of what's going on and there aren't any. And the joke I always say, she's like, dad, let me introduce you to Google. And she got her Google fingers out <laughs> and she had to go to page two, but on page two, she found outdoorsy and someone close that had an RV and it was available in the time frame, which was like, I think she, when she decided, um, she wanted to go the next week from the, the day she made the decision, I want to go. And it, not only do I want to go, but I want to go next week. Sooner than later, yeah. always with yeah. her. Everything is like, I want to create it. And we're like, that's not even possible. But, but she but, found a way. Yeah, it's possible for her. A lot of them required a three overnight. And we were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not get crazy. Let's try to find a two overnight. I was actually, <laughs> ideally, I would have found a one overnight experience. <laughs> I don't know what it is about. Like, I just, I enjoy my space. There's just not a lot of space on an RV. I just enjoy, oh my gosh, my home. I don't know. It's so wild. I'm not as much as an adventurer as she is. Like I benefit from getting out of my regular environment, but it, it kind of takes someone like her pushing me to that. Mm -hmm. You're definitely that way. Yep. I love a creative adventure in my mind or at my project table. Like I love making something that wasn't or didn't exist, but to actually leave and pack up and all that because we ended up taking our dogs. And so we had to pack stuff Mm -hmm. for that and we had to arrange stuff for the cat who stayed home. And I just felt like it was so much work. And anyway, we have an adventurer in our family. She's getting ready to turn nine. She's a powerful manifester. And so we traded going to Germany for going to Hillsdale Lake. Kansas. Kansas. (laughs) Uh, We live in Kansas city, Missouri, uh, we are on the Missouri side, but, um, so a lot of people get kind of mixed up with mm-hmm. that. Wizard of Oz, Dorothy, Kansas, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but anyway, we traveled about, I was going to say minutes, but then I was going to be made fun of <laughs> 30 minutes yonder. <laughs> Most people do miles, but yeah. not, not us. Yeah, that's... 30 minutes yonder to grab the RV, 20 minutes yonder from there to set up camp. And we did it. We <clears throat> made an adventure out of it. We made some memories. We stayed in the RV two nights and came home the third day. And now we have some stories to tell about it. So I think the first story I would share is um, when you guys presented to me that you wanted to do this trip. All of wanted to do it and that I was willing to acquiesce. So right. just to clarify. Well, I think by the time it got to me, you'd already had I was getting fired up. account like- created. You already had the money ready. <laughs> and all you had to do is hit submit. Um but the only the catch was, I had to drive this big machine, right? And I was not very Super excited pumped. about it, um, mostly because I just don't want to damage someone else's equipment, and I just didn't like the idea of. I know we have insurance on those things. I just don't like the idea of breaking someone else's stuff. How about when we pull up and he says, "You ever driven one of these before?" <laughs> and you said, "Nope." Silence. Nope. Not like no and or no but. He just looked at me like nope. I don't know if I'm gonna give you the keys. You said no and just stopped. And then he said, you ever driven anything like it? And you're like, yeah, I've driven like a U-Haul a truck U-Haul or something. When we, <clears throat> when we moved. But if it were me, just for the record, folks, mm-hmm. I would say, not something like this, but I have driven a U-Haul. You just said, nope. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my 
She's not going to give us the keys. He's not going to do well, it. I froze because I'm like, I'm not going to lie to this guy. I, I mean, will not tell a lie. But I'm like, I was confident enough that I could do it. But at the same time, I'm not going to lie to him. But then when he looked at me, like when I said no, I thought, man, I just messed up. Yeah, He's so not going to give took, us the keys. It took a lot of lining up. The other thing was, like he said, you just said, before I clicked book, I needed you energetically on board <laughs> and i needed you physically on board to drive because i wasn't going to drive that thing i was like i need you to drive and if you're going to drive but be cranky the whole time i'm not interested mm. so we got there i convinced the guy i could that i was smart enough to drive this machine and capable <laughs> everything just checked out worked out um we do all the paperwork everything and the last thing he says to me oh by the way olive got in the rv with us because she was so pumped and she wanted to ride with me and you followed in the car the last thing he says to me is, you know, make it wide sweeps. Blah, blah. And also, you could flip it over, so don't do that. And close the door. And walked away. <laughs> and I was like, what did you just do to me? Like, I was so scared I was going to flip this thing over. But <laughs> after going down the road, a few moments, you could tell, I'm not going to flip the thing over. Oh my God. But looking at all of she was so excited. It was totally worth it. Totally worth yeah. it. Yeah. Well, um, so basically, we're... On the open road with this beast, and I decide I'm going to document a lot of this. Mm. So I shared about that over on Instagram. I think I made a post in our Lifted Naturals on our Lifted Naturals page, pointing over to my personal page, which is Sylvia.Hall. And I said, "Hey, if you want to follow along, um, come over here." And I was taking pictures of what we were doing, and it was really fun. Mm. And that was just the first, like, basically five hours. And then that first night we got to our spot, we basically parked our camper and said, we're not leaving this thing. We're not moving it again until we have to take it back in two days. And so that was what was really nice about having my car. We drove my car over to the beach. And when we got there, um, there was a group of people and there seemed to be two moms, a bunch of older kids, and then two really little kids. And the two little kids did not have on a life vest and they were kind of on their own. The moms were preoccupied, not facing the water, not paying attention. And I immediately had this surge of like, this is not right. I had a surge of what I would call just nervousness. I felt almost nauseous in my stomach and my whole body. I felt like I need to leave because I'm just freaking out about these girls not being safe. And then I had a new realization. I can't leave because I am the only one watching them. And it was just this really wild situation that actually ended up shaking me up for like the remainder of our trip. And so if you were like, hey, she said, come over here and she's going to document the story of this RV trip. And she was really doing it, documenting left and right, sharing silly pictures. And then boom, we lost her. It was because of this experience that I had where sure enough, this one girl did go so deep that she was kind of doing this hand wave thing. And I could tell she was not going to get any help. And so I had to shout out like, hey, somebody help her and pull the lifeguard move. And it was just a really... um stressful experience and yet as i reflected i was trying to figure out what about it stressed me out so much i literally let this into my whole psyche i ended up with a headache the next day because i had stressed myself out about it so much and i just thought well let's do a little learning experience about this on the podcast to share about what i could have done differently what i learned from it and maybe you can relate to something like this so essentially in my meditation the next day when I was already in the midst of this headache from this stressful event, 
I realized uh, very strongly that I did not release that pent up emotion of watching them for 45 minutes and then basically spotting this girl needing help. And it kind of came to me that I really would have benefited from some sort of movement exercise. I like to compare the gazelle who has just escaped the uh, prey of a lion. The gazelle makes its way out of the escape, lives another day, and it shakes. It does the shaking thing where it just releases all the pent up energy. That would have been really helpful had I thought of that the night of. So, so the concept of that is the trauma was introduced by the lion or whatever was trying to eat the gazelle. It was freaked out. It internalized that fear, ran. Yes. And then once it was safe, it was like, now I got to release Expel this. Expel the okay. tension, the so trauma. That, the, that's the concept of that. That analogy. is the concept. Okay. Yes. And another friend I told about this story, she said, if that were me, I would have cussed those moms out. They weren't paying attention. If you would have just cussed them out, you would have gotten it out of your system. Yeah, and maybe. I have respect for her because that that is true. That is exactly what she would have done. <laughs> but that's not really, that wouldn't have made me feel better. That would have probably made me feel worse. Like, okay, then I was out of alignment twice. The first time I was out of alignment because I didn't just trust my intuition. Like, why didn't I just relax and say to my kids, Hey, I'm not going to swim with you. You were in the water with them. Yeah. Having a great time, by the yeah. way. The kids came up to me a couple times. Hey, are you going to get in and swim and play with us? And I said, not tonight. And then um, our son asked me again. And I was like, not tonight. I'm not going to do it. Like, <laughs> because I was so anxious about these two girls. This water is murky. If you go under, you cannot see the person. Bloop, gone. So I was, I was out of alignment in that I could have just said, hey, here's what's happening. Um... I'm going to be basically a lifeguard for the next 30 minutes or until the beach closes at eight. And just, I had this intuitive nudge that I needed to watch these girls. And instead of just basking in that intuitive empowerment of, wow, I am just really tuned in and tapped in. I was a nervous wreck. I was mm. just so stressed about this happening. And just the whole way I handled it was not healthy and i felt that especially the next day when i felt like the the trauma was released in the form of a headache i don't want it to come to that though and so i felt mm -hmm. like man i just think if i can bring some awareness to this we found within our home pretty much anyone that gets a headache we can trace it back to uh, a stressful moment and so in that moment of stress Basically, after that had even happened, we were back at the RV that first night. I could feel it in my body. I was trying to journal it out. Um, like I said, it was the next day that I had the realization I should have shook it out or could have shook it out or danced mm -hmm. it out. Um, my friend said she would have cussed it out. <laughs> that might work for you. Um, but really, like I said, I just wanted to bring some awareness to this story. One, because I, my story, my documenting of the RV trip totally hit a standstill from this emotional event. Um, two, I knew I didn't handle it in a way that was most useful for my, my life or my body or my enjoyment or my expansion. And yet maybe I did, maybe I needed to learn that lesson or catch this, maybe God or the universe put us in Hillsdale <laughs> for that girl. Maybe, maybe when I started to look at it as, okay, I'm I'm very intuitive. I knew from the get-go I was going to have to watch her. Um, instead of making it be a bad thing, 
I really wish I would have just given myself that grace of the intention of this is my job for tonight, for now. Um, where instead it just made me very nervous. And so I just want to share that story. I'm learning as I go. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that the next time I catch myself embodying something so fully, uh, maybe you're incredibly sensitive like me. Maybe you are incredibly, um, em- empathetic as well, where you feel things very deeply. It is not really so useful for us to store all of that inside of us. And so to have a way to release it is I think the key. And so, um, I plan to put that into action. And if that you're someone that, that holds in the frustration, maybe it's just an argument with your adult daughter, or maybe it's a, a conversation or an email from your boss that frustrates you and you feel it in your body. And you're thinking, why can't I just stop thinking about this? I think it's just important to note how powerful it can be to physically express it and uh, release it. So what I think is interesting is, um, for as long as I've known you, you've been working on this headache solution. Mm-hmm. And recently, you've really made some progress, some tremendous progress. And I th- think the since you've kind of figured out kind of what where you think the, the headaches are coming from or what's the root of them, I think the last two, you've been able to identify what caused them. And to me, you've just made tremendous strides. So I think I want to commend you. You should commend yourself. Like, you've really found it. I think you've really found a good solution for you that I know it, it, you don't ever want to have headaches. And I know that, that the whole thing was, um, very traumatic for you, but I think you've gained so much from that, that experience, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think, so I've shared, I think on a recent podcast that meditating daily has been huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I was having such a hard time getting out of my own mind on that second day when I was trying to meditate and, and not embody that, um, the experience, I was unable to tap into the unifield or the Mm. infinite and to release it there. Instead, it was just trapped in my body. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I'm bringing that up here today. Yes, meditation is incredibly powerful, but let's not deny that when we meditate, we are a physical being laying there with physical energy zipping, zapping around Mm. us. And so I'm, I guess, even sharing that I think um, bringing attention to the physical in a way that we can release it. I think like tribal dancing, there's a reason that was so popular for so long for so many, a release of the energy Mm -hmm. and shaking is a similar thing. I want to mention a really cool, the first place I learned about shaking is from Koya. Mm. Uh, Koya's founder was a choreographer and a yoga instructor and she combined dance and yoga to an art form called Koya. And there's a lot of different practices that she shares about. You can, it's Q-O-Y-A, different YouTube videos and such where she does circling and shaking and different body movements to release all of the stored energy. So Mm. to me, the, one of the main takeaways from the vacation we never wanted is to physically uh, release some of that stored energy, because that was definitely the lesson I learned. The main big daddy lesson. So, um, it's like way into the show, but let's quickly thank our sponsor for the week, which is Redoxy. And Redoxy is our vitamin C supplement. 
specifically vitamin C as ascorbic acid. And that is intentionally done. Some people will say, well, what about whole food C? I've heard that whole food C is best. And based on our years of research, we found that it is actually ascorbic acid that our body needs the most. And if you do supplement with whole food C, it's not like something bad's going to happen. You're just only getting a small amount of ascorbic acid from that whole food C. And so that was part of our idea behind Redoxy. It was also all about how it can help with mood and energy and disease prevention from an oxidative stress standpoint. So um, a quick review that I wanted to share today is the five-star review that we share, got from an Amazon customer who said, I believe this product has helped keep me healthy through two rounds of sickness in our house this winter. I also have noticed a bit more energy. I will never be without this, such a great tool in my wellness toolbox. And I love that because that is essentially what we are doing here on the Lifted Life podcast, continually sharing our own experiences from our own wellness toolbox to try and um, give you a multitude of ways to feel better naturally. Redoxy is available in two doses, 300 milligrams, which is great if you're new to ascorbic acid or 1000 milligrams, which is the big daddy. Perfect if you have already been taking it or have been taking ascorbic acid for a while. Back to the show. You don't have something to say? You're supposed to be ready. No, I have something to say. Um, oh, bring it. As a side note, you shared kind of your your first experience, experiences of the days. Um, and somehow, through all that, you were able to navigate a news interview. <laughs> I had a headache during that. Yeah. I, so, looking back on that, I, at the time, I, I don't know why I didn't think of that. But now, thinking, like, how in the heck did you do that? But as as it went, someone knocks on the camper and the kids were up in like the nest and they were watching people and they're like, someone's coming to our camper. They're knocking, they're knocking. <laughs> Everybody I, get down. Low. I go to answer the door and there's this guy and he's like, basically explained to me, um, he heard we're new to this and wants to know if I want to be on the news. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> and he kind of looked at me like, really? I'm like, no, really, I don't. But my wife probably does. <laughs> and I went and asked you and you did a small interview, which backfired on us because they came on the camper and I was yeah. on the news anyway. <laughs> so they said, we're looking for somebody who wouldn't normally be camping, but due to the current times, current situations has resorted to camping as a mm -hmm. family adventure. I said, yeah, that's pretty much us. Here we are. We are your news story. Now, the reason I said yes to the story is because I wanted to take an opportunity to try to share something positive on the news. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I intentionally said yes to this because I thought, all right, it'll give me a chance to say, well, yes, we are camping because we've continued to prioritize our mental health during these times, continue to connect with nature and continue to find ways to boost the spirits of our family by taking these adventures together. They cut all that out. Yeah. They cut all that out, but they did leave the part about me saying, we're your city slicker neighbors. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, I had a headache during it, but when I was talking, it felt fine. Like mm. there's our body, everything I've learned about pain is that pain is your brain's opinion of what you can or can't process or tolerate. So during the news bit, my brain's like, oh, this seems rather important. Mm. Uh, we'll go ahead and give her a break. And then I, I came in from it and it just hit me like a wave again. So uh, it's so fascinating. Um, I learned about brain being, excuse me, pain being your brain's opinion through the Curable app, another resource that I've used. Um, they're all about helping find the connections of the emotional to the physical pain of chronic back pain, head pain. So check out Curable if you're interested in that. 
anyway, so the, the news was on. We did indeed turn it on in the camper that night, and it was the longest 30 minutes of everyone's life. Yeah, I had to use the mute button most of the time. It, it was just too much. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it on here before that we don't watch the news. Uh, we learned why when we watched the news. It was mm-hmm. so sensationalized. They, they terrified us about a storm that basically ended up being the weather, a little yeah, bit of rain. Just a little bit of rain, yeah. But the way they do like, dun, dun, There's dun. a storm coming your way. You're not going to miss when, this. Yeah, find out when you could need to take shelter. I'm out here in an RV. <laughs> this is not the kind of thing in I need Kansas, to hear. Yeah. Chido Alley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I intentionally tried to create something positive for the news. They cut it out. This is what we're dealing with, people. But... We don't want to give our attention to that too But for much. me, I think that was the highlight of the trip was we we broke our norms. We did something that was totally, or for me, totally outside of my norm. Had a lot of fun doing it. But when we got home, it was like, man, we love this place. And we, <laughs> and, and we really appreciated like everything that we have and that we've done. And even the trip that we didn't want. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we found, we found that it was useful for us mm. in so many ways good memories made us appreciate our current home mm-hmm. uh all of those good things so no regrets about the vacation we never wanted <laughs> uh thanks so much for listening to the lifts of life podcast we appreciate you tuning in if you enjoyed the show make sure you to click over leave a rating and review those help us a ton you can share the episode by uh clicking the little share button if you need to know how to do that we can walk you through it or even get you a link uh thanks so much and we'll see you next week